With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, folks, welcome back. Late, latest Mount Westwire Turkey Week, Thanksgiving Week, post college football playoff rankings. Is that everything, Ross? Is that what we're doing here? That's what we're doing. MWR.com's website. That's where you can find all of our rank. I guess we do rankings. Yeah, projected rankings, actual rankings, previews, recaps. Uh, coaches get fired, which, yeah, not bad. Two for two, I guess, on my part, picking who would get fired. <laughs> Sanchez yeah, and yep, there's just Bob Davey. One last guy that Boise State might help out the door this weekend, but we'll see. Well, that's what me and Matt talk about in our preview podcast, which will come out Wednesday morning because I know it's Thanksgiving week. People are traveling. I'm not traveling, so I'm boring, but uh, you already traveled back, so you're already where you want to be. So if you're traveling yeah. and listening to this, thank you, right? We appreciate it. Yeah. So, latest rankings. We have two more rankings. We have this week and next week after championship week. That's it. And here's what we want to talk about. We know who it is. Memphis, Cincy, Boise State, App State, barely. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, Rush, how, how upset, or not upset, but... Uh, just give me your reaction to Cincinnati still being ranked ahead of Boise State. You know, I it, it's mildly disappointing. It's nothing that I'm like upset about. It's it's mildly disappointing. I figured that the committee would actually be watching the the group of five games and you know actually doing like a legit ranking. But it seems like they're pretty set with Memphis and Cincinnati if they have one loss. But um, you know, I've heard Jerry Palm of CBS Sports and a few other guys saying there's a possibility that. A, Two loss AAC champ will be ahead of Boise State, but no. if Boise State's just hanging out right below them, that I don't think that's possible. So I'm not I'm not too fired up or anything like that. And the one thing I am ha- I am happy to see is Navy is not on the ranking. <laughs> if you want to check our Twitter feed, MWC Wire, we had a uh, eventful conversation throughout the day. I ended up I'm not going to give any credit, and I I finally muted him after my last because uh, I put like, hey, whoever you are. Where's Navy in the rankings? See, you know when their excuse is wrong? They replied back something stupid. So I like did one reply and muted, so I'm not going to get sucked in again. Sure. Raj, you know your conversation is wrong when they're first off saying the committee doesn't go by their own rules, and then they try to say, see, I told you the committee doesn't go by the rules because if they followed the rules, they'd be ranked and had a Boise State. Well, yeah, is that I Mike Oresco running the account? Because he said a two-loss American champ would be ahead of any one-loss or Mountain West team or group of five team. <laughs> Yeah, Mike Oresco saying that Burner is account? much different from the committee saying it. <laughs> it like I went back all day, and then his, the reason I finally blocked the guy because we've known the committee. Okay, we know the committee's not consistent because Cincinnati close losses because they go by game flow, which is code for margin of victory. We're not right. stupid people, and with Cincy struggling against teams, they probably should beat more than they are not being close to ECU or South Florida. They've had some close wins. Boise had the one versus San Jose State, which. Probably a little bit better than ECU. Probably on par South Florida. Coming on strong late, so it's just not a great win. But they they did struggle in that game, so you got to maybe ding them for that. But when they crush Utah State, who's going to a bowl team? And they're crushing bowl teams throughout the year. But 
we know the committee. It's like okay, conference championship is the guy. The the final straw was, hey, you dummy, you don't even know the rules. Conference champions count. I'm like, no, they don't. There's a re- yeah. because it's an extra like the data point, whatever. But if conference, it's conference championship games that might count. They don't prioritize champion over not. That's not something specifically specifically they do outside of being a group of five champion. Maybe he was confused in that, and I I got mixed up in it. But I was talking about the playoff in general, so I don't know what he's referring to. Maybe I did goof. But as for the rankings, it doesn't matter if you win a conference champion or not, right? So um, I'm it, it that helps guy. in the game, but like the, the fact that you are a conference champion, I don't think they have like a distinct advantage for that. Like obviously having an additional win will help, mm-hmm. but. Um... Yeah, you're right. There's may- no additional boost for being a conference champion. No, it's just an extra game. Maybe, maybe I could apologize and miss mistake and say conference champion, but we're talking about the polls in general. But his point was like Navy's played this amazing schedule. It's like, no, they've played a slightly better schedule than Boise State. It's same reason App State's not well. No, first off, I I told him I make a bot raj. Like anytime your tweets, I should put don't have two losses. Because right. <laughs> that's kind of the main thing, right? Don't have two losses right? And what you're you doing. You have the hardest schedule in the world, but you have to win the games. You saw Notre Dame loss, right? 50-something to zero or whatever it was, 52-13. Right. Competitive. And no. Notre Dame is not – like Cincinnati is saying, like, well, it doesn't matter how we lost to Ohio State since Ohio State's the best team in the country. Um, Navy lost to the 16th team in the country, got blown out, and Notre Dame is just two spots above Memphis. So, you know, that's – I don't know. I, I, I now I'm. I think I think we could fully say that there's no chance that a two-loss AAC champ will be ahead of Boise State, if assuming Boise State has one loss. So that's my big takeaway. Navy's not ranked, and um, I don't really don't think that there's any reason to talk about App State. They're only getting in in a situation where Boise State has two losses, and see, I think that the AAC champ might be ahead of. Appalachian State if they have two losses, but um, again, like I said last week, that's App State's problem and not ours problem. So I think we just have to focus on Memphis, Cincinnati, Boise State, and Navy since they, since their fates are um, tied with Memphis and Cincinnati. Yo, Jeremy. You still have me? Sorry. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, could you hear me? Let's keep going there. Yes, I must have been on mute for a minute. Sorry. Um, What I was saying, your Jerry Palm thing you just mentioned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only way I could see it happening is if, like I mentioned past weeks, if there's like a three or four team gap from like whatever American team Memphis or Cincinnati, like say they're 15 and Boise's 20, then you could see like them losing – maybe being one stop behind Boise, beating the ranked Memphis Cincinnati who moved up as well. That's the only way we'd see it. But with them this close, it's not going to happen. I don't yeah, see it. Because even if, let's just say real quick, we'll get, we're getting a game right now. Memphis, we'll start right now. Memphis and Cincinnati play each other this week, right? Right. It is, is it a Saturday? I know it's Thanksgiving week. Is it a Saturday game, I believe, right? No, it's Friday at the same exact time as Boise That's State. That's right. One thirty Mountain Time. ABC, yeah. Boise is on CBS Sports Network. So get those dual screens up, folks. And if you really want to get crazy, App State plays later on the day on Friday. Who do they play? They get it's not their championship game yet. No, no, they play Troy. at Troy. Yeah, Troy. Yeah, Troy's not good this year. Never mind. Five and six. Apologies. But <laughs> you never know. They, they. If you want to conference, you're in it. So the thing is, 
First off, Memphis is a freaking 11-point favorite. Does that seem a bit high? Points for home, for being at home. I mean, I guess it kind of seems about right. I guess... Hmm. I guess the way they've been playing the past little while, that's acceptable. You know what I mean? Like, they're... They've been losing, or not losing, but not playing well since Natty. Uh, Memphis is at home. I think Memphis was boat racing because their offense is way too good. I think Cincy could keep keep up with them, get some points, but there's no way. Like, I, I Memphis is going to win. And if we're looking at the Boise State side thing for their champion, like, if we want to look at maybe a two-loss team, say Memphis wins like they're supposed to. It's a ranked opponent. So let's just say they move up 16, three spots. That's probably being generous. And then Boise probably moving up one, maybe two, depending on what Iowa does, or because they'll jump Cincinnati. I don't think a Cincinnati team, which would drop to like twenty three, would jump Boise at nineteen or eighteen. How likely yeah. do you think that would be the case? Yeah, I mean, I just don't even think it's too too much to get worried about. I just don't think it's going to happen. So okay, so what do you want? What what would you say the best case scenario for 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 Memphis? Cincinnati, who do you want to win? The lower ranked team, Cincinnati, I guess. Yeah, I want Mem- well. Not only do not only is Cincinnati the lower ranked team, I think Memphis is the best team available. So Derek Hahn was talking about, hey, just to prevent the chance of two loss AAC champ. I-, I just don't care about that. I just want to see Memphis lose, and then I'll take my chances that Cincinnati loses the week after that. Because if Memphis wins, they'll get the conference championship game. They'll get a rematch in their in their stadium. So. Um, so they'll just basically play the same with that game twice. Well, what do you want, really? If Cincy wins, it's Cincy Navy. No, if Navy loses to Houston. Well, Navy and, has to win as well. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because Navy's one loss. Memphis one loss. If Navy beats Houston, which it probably should, and Memphis loses, Navy's in. It's Navy at Cincy. Do you know, honestly, the, the, the best case scenario for me as a Boise State fan, I think it would be Cincinnati beating Memphis – and then Navy losing to Houston because I think Memphis would get Cincinnati in the rematch. Oh, they still would regardless. But my, that's a, that's probably – well, I don't know. I'd, because You I'm just told me Memphis is the best beats, team out there. You're scared of. You want Memphis out no matter what, man. No, no, but I'm saying that it, let's say Cincinnati beats Memphis. Ah. Then Cincinnati will be the home team versus Navy, and I, I like Cincinnati in that game. I know, but that be that means Navy wins, though. Yeah, that's what I was saying. We're on the same page. I think. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want that. I don't want Cincinnati to have to be a fair. I, I think Cincinnati will be, will be. I don't know. It's it's too hard to look. But no, I want. I want Cincinnati Memphis to play twice. So what I really want is Memphis to lose this week, and then um, Navy to lose as well. So then Memphis to match Memphis beating Cincinnati the following week. Then interesting. Well, to disagree on that one because I don't think that's uh, ideal. But but also beating the opponent twice, how much, like, if you split, it's like, well, why would either of them go in if you split too? Like, whether, like, whoever wins Cincy Memphis, the other team wins. I think, I think regardless of what we both want is it for if you're Boy State fan, it's a two-loss American team, right? Because if Cincy wins twice or Memphis wins twice, it's over. Right. And so I, I guess it doesn't matter. I guess if they just split, I guess we're maybe – nitpicking because if it because if it's that close to possibility you're kind of you'd be freaking out a little bit wouldn't you if it's a you know what i mean like if it was a whatever it may be like a one loss team like say since he loses and wins again or something or vice versa i'm pretty confident boise should be fine and fair or not the name brand probably helps a touch for boise i'd say just a little bit 
just because, oh, we know they can do that. And beating Hawaii pretty convincingly in NCAC would be helpful, but I think, yeah, I, 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 there would still be a little trepidation if it's a, if they split a little bit, because you never know, right? Like I said, before we started the show, Bay, I know Baylor beat a, a bad Texas team, not ranked anymore, five spots. Um, you know, I just don't really think it's something to get too, too angry about because it's a hypothetical of a two-loss AAC team Ooh. being ahead of Boise State, and Ooh. I just don't think that's going to happen because right now Boise State's only one spot below them in the rankings, and um, I just I I cannot see the committee doing that to Boise State. I if it's San Diego State or Ooh. some other team in the Mountain West or App State, sure, but not not Boise State, the team that's been has maybe the most name recognition of any mid-major group of five teams. So I just don't think that's going to happen. So it's not something I'm stressing out about. Too you know what it goes back to again? Don't lose twice. Yeah. <laughs> Should make a don't t-shirt, lose. don't lose twice, and put it in a nice uh, navy anchor and gold, whatever they may be, navy blue and gold. Right, right. <laughs> it's, I think, like, you never know, but it's like, I was reading some of the Ringer earlier today, it was about a couple years ago, because it's always the, because we know the criteria is not straightforward, but it's always sure. like best deserving or most, or, uh, most deserving or best team. So right. I think that's what the guy in Twitter is trying to make at me. I still disagree. Is Navy the best team between Boise? No. Are they, are they the most deserving team? Probably not either. Like, strength of schedule between these teams. I looked up the old BCS composite when Matt did his uh, – who's if the Mountain West had happened to come down to that tiebreaker scenario because that would basically be how to figure out who's going to who's gonna win the division. I go through there, go through the old BCS, Boise's ranked higher. Go all the other rankings, Boise's ranked higher. Strength to schedule, Navy has a sli- does have a slight edge, maybe ten to fifteen yeah. spots, depending where you look. So it's not significant, but it's also not like saying you have the fifteenth schedule to the best. Navy's strength to schedule, and most everybody in America is barely average at best. Like I think since they might have a, I forget which is which, but like when I was looking, Navy had maybe like a sixty-five or seventy, and Boise was like about eighty, somewhere in that kind of kind of guesstimating when I was reading earlier. Right. So it's not like yes, they have a better schedule. But it's not miles ahead that are, it's just significantly, or sorry, insignificantly more. It's like if it's a 10 to 15 spot, that's like saying, if you look at the polls, like any given week, 20 to 40 is probably almost a wash. Like they're all pretty close. And that's like going from Boise State, 20, to Texas A&M, who dropped out of the rankings from the um, AP poll. Or looking at Hawaii to Boise State, like there's a, that's about a 30 points, 20 position swing, just about our Temple and Boise. Like, or whatever, Iowa's 20 in the coaches pull. Like, that swing, like, those teams, like, could you see, like, Boise and Wake Forest? You'd probably pick Boise State, but it wouldn't be a surprise if Wake won. They score a lot of points versus Utah State. San Diego State, Boise State, probably not a blowout either way. Pretty relatively close. Indiana, SMU, even Louisiana, who's decent. Like, put them up against Iowa, Oklahoma State, App State, Vatech, Navy, USC. Like, it's kind of like there might be – the difference is a couple points. When you think about, like, if you're the betting line, essentially. There wouldn't be a huge difference, and so – that's what it comes down to, and it's an extra loss for any two-lost American team or not. But guess what, Raj? We could have our my Navy scenario possibly. It's back. <laughs> it's Well, there's still a lot of scenarios that are possible. Like Boise State could get in with two losses. Navy mm-hmm. could get in with three losses. Yeah, and, I don't know uh, about that. Louisiana can get in with um, with two losses maybe. Like, I mean, do we really want to talk about a two-loss Louisiana versus a three-loss Navy? I mean, there's still, there's still, there's, I think I, I counted five teams or six teams that still have a 
a mathematical chance. So um, yeah, mathematical. Point oh one is a number, Raj. Just so you know, point oh one is a number. Right. <laughs> so people. No, I mean because like you know, Navy could win the AAC with three losses. The Sun Belt could have a three loss champ, and in that situation, a two loss Boise State would go to the Con Bowl. Yeah, if that scenario, like we're getting pretty deep here, but what that would kind of way that look would be, uh, what Cincy beating Memphis, right? Houston Navy beating Houston. Which then Navy, would, Navy beating Cincinnati, but then losing to Army, then, then losing to Army. But that would yeah, that'd get Boise in there. But but if we're looking at realistic options, like honestly, right. it's Memphis wins out, they're in. Cincy wins out, they're in. If right. there's a split and Boise wins out, I still got to say Boise's going to be just a one or two spots ahead. Which That's enough. Oh, you see one spot ahead, really? <laughs> That's right. all you need. You just don't tie, or it's not going to tie. Um, right. And then if we're looking at Navy really quick, like if that scenario is really going to come into play. That would the most likely scenario would be Cincy beat and we'll keep it simple, folks. Cincy beating Memphis, Houston, uh, Navy beating Houston. Navy plays a what seventeenth rank. Navy's probably say twenty five, which possibly, um, but they play Cincy, who's what seventeen, move up two spots, maybe sixteen. They beat since they beat that team. I don't know if they jump Boise State from say twenty five to probably no, need. They- to, be 18 but the rankings would be held off until the army game not only if the committee felt like they needed it if let's say boise state's ranked 18th and navy's ranked 22 and the committee says we don't we don't need that game they, they won't hold off i don't i would like to say you're right and again we know college football is not fair i think the fair thing well okay it's fair in a couple different ways is it fair to hold the rankings and have every other not every team but say the cotton bowl is Minnesota, are they going to wait and miss? Like, oh, we don't get to prepare for our team a week early, whatever. However, yeah, that's down there. That game's a January one game, whatever it may be, the New Year's six game. But what about, say, in American bowl games? Like, are they, they may ship a team to Hawaii. I don't think that's likely, but they have bowl games across the country. Like, they're going to get screwed on their bowl matchups. Bowl prep's going to trickle down. It could affect, like, a dozen bowl games right. for, for prep. Like, that game's weekly. Like, there was the, a couple years ago, like, say it was down to a Mountain West team getting in. And they waited for that game, which is almost the case when Keenan Reynolds was there, and they wanted to bring the chopper to get him to New York City for the Heisman ceremony, which would have been amazing. Him rolling down in Times Square to five minutes before as renouncing the names or something, walking in his uniform. Pretty sweet. <laughs> Didn't happen, but that that's like living the dream there. It would be amazing. But say that case happened, or in this case, it affects the Mountain West champion, which just technically could if Boise's there. It's like you have a week to prepare for your opponent for like four bowl games for the Mountain West have that first week, three bowl games. And so, is it fair to hold those teams up just because off the off chance Navy wins sixty to zero, and they say it's good enough to move them up ahead of Boise? Army's not going to a bowl game, right? I don't think they're. What are they? What's the record this year? Are they pretty low down there? I have to double I check. Know. I know we got Hawaii Army this week, so I should know that. But let me just double check so I'm not sounding too. They're five and six, so if they beat Hawaii and Army, they go bowl game. Actually, they need to beat Navy, so they wouldn't wouldn't be a bowl team regardless because they have to win seven games to get to a bowl game. They're playing thirteen, but. Well, that means they just have to win their last two games. Yeah, one of the, I mean, that would mean Navy not winning, and Navy wouldn't get a bowl team to beat in the oh, Army. Right. So that's kind of getting at. They need to be 7-6. and six. I think they should wait. But you're right. If it's a gap of – if it's three or fewer, I think they would wait. If it's more than that, they're not going to wait. I don't think they're going to wait. I think there's very, very few scenarios where they're going to wait. What, 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 what would they wait for? If they're ahead, they, obviously they, they'd wait. I think because they'd they wait lose. if Boise State – like let's say Boise State won the Mountain West with two losses and Navy won the AAC with two losses, then I think they'd wait. 
I don't so, think they're going to wait if Boise State has one loss and Navy has two losses. You don't think so? Even if it's like a two-spot gap? like No. Okay, I'm, I, I agree. I'm just kind of trying to get your thoughts out there to make sure we know. No, no, I don't think I don't think a two-loss AAC champ will be ahead of um, will be ahead of Boise State. So I don't think they're going to wait. Okay, I'm just, I'm just curious what a committee committee would do. Yeah, I, I that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm not saying they should wait because if it's a, like beating Army, who cares? It's they're not great this year. Their best thing is almost beating Michigan, <laughs> so right. it's like good for you. But I'm wondering <laughs> what they would technically do because if I, I I'm just trying to think out loud what they would want to do. Like, what's kind of ethical? Which cultural and ethical don't really go together. Like oil and water, essentially, for the most part, for half these teams. I think no. I think money is much more important than ethical. So they'll just make a decision after that unless it becomes such a close call where they they have to wait but no there's just too much money involved so you think of what would you what would be too for you, for you to say yeah they should wait would it be a basically a one a two spot gap like say Boise's 18 and navy somehow 20 would you wait for that i think they'd have to have the same record i think that's okay. the situation where you'd wait okay all right that makes sense i was curious uh <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. You know, like I said, they never know what the committee's going to do, man. They, again, a harp. I'm kind of ticked. Baylor moved up in five spots after being a crappy Texas team. So I think the committee's setting up uh, Pac-12 to fail there. I quickly saw was, um, so the Memphis-Cincinnati line is 11 and a half. Say that again? The for Memphis. Do you know what that line opened up at? Oh, open. Um, I'd have to look and see. Do you have it offhand? Yeah, it opened at negative seven Cincinnati, and everyone is rushing to go bet on Memphis. You mean minus seven for Memphis? Yeah, yeah, my bad. M- minus seven for Ooh, Memphis, and dang. it moved four spots, which is a pretty big jump. That would be. I like. I think eleven is a tipping point for me. Like, if I were to put some on there, I'd say nine and a half might be my where I might go Memphis. Because I think they can, win. especially like the way since he's been playing, like they've been playing like too many close games. Like a win's a win, and you give him credit. But if, like you go back to the game flow thing, they are struggling against. It, against teams like Tulsa only by nine or 11, excuse me, barely beat ECU, barely beat USF. Temple's not bad, but think if you think about the Temple game, 15 to 13, did you know in that game, since they had a blocked extra point return for two points? Yeah, I was so, watching it. Okay, I didn't know. I was making sure that's kind of a weird thing to see what yeah. happened. I was just curious, but like that's a two-point difference right there in that game. Could have been 14 to 13. Who knows how it played out, but there's right. a, a fluky play to get two points and one by two. Like, they're getting the wins, which is all you really need. But when it's this close, it's not style points. Like, I'll go back to game flow. It's like, how well are you playing? And you, Boise State, outside of the – and also think about, too, here's one thing we haven't brought up at all, injuries. They say they will take into injury they, – they should. That's part of it. If a key player is gone, they will take that consideration. That's a big thing. We look at the top of the rankings, Alabama, Tua, Tagovailoa. Is he going to – well, he's not playing, but what are they going to do with Alabama? They technically have really one game because Western Carolina, whatever. They got Auburn on the road, and that'll probably be the tiebreaker between, say, Alabama, Utah, and the the Big 12 champ. How well did Alabama play at their backup quarterback versus a good Auburn team? Like, Utah versus Oregon will be pretty comparable. And so, we look at Boy State. Like, they're playing third-string quarterback. They're playing backups throughout the past month, and they're still winning. And so well, the college football playoff committee addressed that today. They, um, they said one sentence about Boise State, and they said Boise State's like uh, they said. I'm paraphrasing, but they said Boise State's a good team. Their only loss was to a seven-win BYU, and they didn't have their quarterback. So in the one sentence they mm-hmm. had about Boise State, they acknowledged that Boise State lost 
didn't have the quarterback in that game. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. So that's consideration. Yeah, I must have missed that part. I watched most of it, I think. But, yeah, the like Memphis, I don't believe they have any major injuries or Cincinnati major injuries. And Boise State, it's not just backup. QB3. Right. And I did say I was wrong in the other podcast. So if you missed it, go listen because I'm just eh, – whatever. I'm just saying if you have a QB3, why would you? Be, why would a team pick you to win usually? That's usually pretty rare. But I was wrong because that's fine. I don't. That's cool. But the injury thing, it's like it favors Boise State when they're at full strength. They're, I don't know if they'd be ranked higher, but that's going to be because if it's close, and I think what Boise needs to do, they need to have Hank Bachmeyer back for at minimum versus Hawaii, maybe versus CSU. Why? No, I mean, I mean, if you're making your case, well, I guess it doesn't matter if you went without him and you're fine, but I think it would be nice to see, okay, maybe put this way, it'd be nice to see him play and play well in at least one of these two games. Because if they come back and he's a starter and they struggle, it's like, well, let's see, they win, but it's close. It's maybe you're right. Maybe you could say why because if they wouldn't chase quarter Jalen Henderson, look how good they are. Their third backup and third string quarterback. When they get Bachmeyer, they'll give Minnesota, Penn State, Utah, somebody a challenge in the Cotton Bowl. I think that if 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 Hank Bachmeyer is like hurting slightly right now, I just say you sit him down the next two games and that will give him what like that'll give him one month to prepare or what, three weeks to prepare for the Cotton Bowl. That's more than enough time for him. Yeah, it's January. What January one? It's no, it's 28th. Right now, not even Thanksgiving here. Oh, 28th. Okay. It's not even Thanksgiving here, so it's basically a month from now. And yeah. he's only played – what was his only game he played? San Jose State before the – we don't know no, for he sure. White. Yeah, he played San Jose State. That's the last game. He didn't play versus one, did he at all? No, no, he didn't okay. play once now. He had the shoulder thing, which we assume, versus San Jose State. So he's played once, and that was already after missing a game and a half or something with the prior, but with the hip thing. And so they don't need him to beat CSU. I don't think they need him to beat Hawaii. And, again, Hawaii has their own QB issues, and we'll talk about me and Matt. But I think they would want to have him versus Hawaii because if Hawaii's offense gets hot, I'm just saying, you gotta, you never know with what they're doing. However, they only scored 14 versus San Diego State, who has a solid defense, and Boise defense yeah, is a Yeah, and that better. game was in Hawaii. Yeah, it's going to be not, 10 degrees. <laughs> it's snowing, yeah, it's maybe. It's really cold in Idaho when they come out to play Boise State on the blue turf. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, you know what I'm saying. They're like, Hawaii's offense, if they get going, they can cause any team trouble. And so, likely they should win. I would also like if they Hank Bachmeyer in that game. Do you do you think Colorado State has any chance against Boise State this week? Uh, okay, let me ask you this before. I get, let me ask your question with a question. Who's defense? I know. Try to be realistic, not just Boise guy. Wyoming's <laughs> defense or Boise defense? What what do you think is better? And if so, how by how much? Um, I think Boise uh, Wyoming's defensive line is better. And I think Boise State's secondary is better. Okay. As a unit, I'd say they're they're pretty close. Okay. I'll, I'll give the edge to Wyoming. Okay. All right. I'll give a slight edge to Wyoming. I think Wyoming makes more plays. Like they get the turnover, they get the tip ball a bit more than most teams I see. But it's it's you're right. It's, I think it's pretty close. I might give, depending on position overall, probably close. But like you said, certain positions like Logan Wilson's really good. So it's a uh, right. Weaver, and so it's like there are certain guys out there. Um, Wyoming shut them down. I think. CSU could probably run a bit better, maybe versus Boise. But if they're passing and Weaver gets gets free, oh boy, watch out, O'Brien, watch those ribs. He get hit in the get in the side. And the uh, other thing is, if it's if it's a snow game, ooh, that yeah. means um, Colorado State Warren Jackson is not going to be a factor. If it's, not as much, yeah. So and then Boise State still has George Alani and Robert Mahone to hand the ball off to. So they've been playing well. State, those yeah, good Boise think, backs. I, I don't think Boise State's going to go for any style points. I think they'll win the game by. Um, I don't know. I said thirty-one seventeen, but really, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Boise State won like a grind out ten point win. 
Yeah, like if it's a cold, if they're, I'm not sure of the weather at the moment. It's just Friday afternoon, so it's not night, so it's not be as cold. But we got a cold front hitting this part of the country right now, as you know, pretty chilly. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I, it could be somewhat close because again, the Rams' offensive it finds a seam, and like this receiving group is really good. Warren Jackson, Nate Craig Myers, Dante Wright, some really good guys out there. Right now, FPI has Boise at an 88% chance to win, and like the advanced uh, like uh, scores have Boise by about 18, 14 to 18. I think it might be a touch high. I think I put like Sim with you. I think I put like a, maybe a two touchdown win, but I think the Rams, they got to play better versus this week than last week versus Wyoming. And that was like a rival game, but also Boise is like the team Rams get up for, for some reason, despite not winning ever. I don't quite get that. I, well, I get it that it's you're playing a big team, but it's like, how about Bobo beats a rival for once? And then we'll start talking. Uh, I think it'll be a comfortable win, but it could be like a, it's like how San Diego State used to be a couple years, like not well before their offense got going. Because Matt always describes a game when they played Fresno, and Fresno was bad, where it was like seventeen to three, where it was like the most dominant seventeen to three ever, where you felt you had no chance of winning the game. Right. I'm wondering if it could be like that, where maybe like, tw- like it could be twenty to seven or something, or twenty eight to thirteen, where it's Rams look like they're hanging around, but they're not really. Yeah, I don't. I just. I can't see Colorado State really making this a close contest. I mean, I just don't think they're a very good team. Yeah, I think, I think points-wise maybe, but overall, no. You know what I mean? Like, I think they could find yeah. some points. They got t- playmakers, but... They got playmakers, but... That's all I mean, it is. But, I mean, I think the snow really helps Boise State because they're just a better team, and then they got they have George Alani and Robert Mahone who could run, and um, Colorado State's most dangerous weapon, Warren Jackson, I mean... The weather might just make him a non-factor in the game. Like it was versus Wyoming. It wasn't too cold. Like the ball's like a rock. Right, right. So right now it looks like looking at AccuWeather, 35 degree and a decent decent percent chance of precipitation because you left Denver area. It wasn't cold yesterday. I think you left yesterday. But there's like a break in the storm today, and then it's supposed to have a snowstorm like Wednesday night through the weekend. Well, I just got an email from the government saying you don't have to come to work Ooh, tomorrow look, because look of at you. weather. In, where you're at, or if I was still in Denver, ah, uh, like you're not Denver anymore, so yeah, I'm not in Denver anymore. So I got that email, I got all excited at first, but then I read it. I'm like, well, oh, Seattle, man. it I'm, just rains. We just, I know. don't never have clothes. If you get the ice there, it'll cause havoc, like it does in Houston. For me, when it be 33, 33 and icy, like oh, that's like the worst in the world. But all right, I think we wrapped up our stuff here. So, um, can you just get um, uh, does Houston have any chance against Navy? I would I would have said so a couple like two weeks ago when they've been playing teams close. In this game, is it at Houston or is that Navy? It's at Houston. I don't want to say never, but Houston like they kind of disappointed me a little bit. Like they played a couple close games, like the SMU game, but part of their defense. They now they beat Tulsa last week, but they, remember they barely beat UConn by seven. So I would I I got to give Navy like a seventy five percent chance to win. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree with that, and um. And you feel pretty good that Mem- and as an unobjective person, you think that Memphis is going to take care of business at home against Cincinnati? I think, yeah, that's not what we want for Boise, but I think they're going to take care of business. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, Boise State's having a good year, so good, getting to 11-1, and it's, it's fine. So, I mean, there's not going to be, there's no scenario where Boise State will be the highest-ranked group of five because, you know, Cincinnati and Memphis play each other, which is great, but they also play each other which means that there's no chance of a double upset so um well no yeah. split is what you want right but i'm just saying there's no way that boise state can move oh, into yeah. the upset. 
uh, yeah, they need help. And so, like, I guess one positive note, which we can get to next week, is um, if the Pac-12 only gets a, which kind of doesn't, not my cup of tea, but let's just say Oregon wins the Pac-12 and they go to the Rose Bowl, and there's not two teams in the New Year's Six, that will give Boise State a better opponent, which would be nice. Instead of having, say, Oregon and Utah, and I mean, like if you say somebody Utah goes to the playoff and Oregon goes to the Rose Bowl, that takes away one of the opponents in the Pac-12 that's better. And you honestly, like Boise, could, if they go to the Pac, if they go to the Las Vegas Bowl, there's no trading. Like they might play. Like it's not looking good. I doubt they'll send Arizona State back there at seven to five. If Washington beats Washington State, you could be playing like Washington. I don't know, you could be playing Cal, Washington State, or Washington. It's like heesh. seven to five I teams. Just- the only team I don't want to play is Washington. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I think next year is going to be the Boise State really makes some noise. So, yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about it on Twitter, and um, you know, I'm just, it's fine. I think it'll be okay. I think everything will be fine. Yeah, that'll be a workout. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for this our college football playoff extravaganza rankings recap. We'll be back next week after um, regular season to do this again to see what happens because we'll have that much more information. Uh, check us out mwwire.com. All of our stuff is over there. Um, playoff stuff, uh, ranking stuff, uh, preview stuff. We're doing player of the year stuff. We're doing uh, coaching stuff because we got to make that um, those rumors, Raj. We got to make sure we get him out there for the coaching <laughs> list. <laughs> so check us out all there, and then subscribe wherever you find your podcast. And we'll be back uh, next week. And also make sure we got our preview coming up probably Wednesday. So happy Thanksgiving and really quick, Raj. Team Ham or not Team Ham? No, I'm not Team Ham. Yes, victory. You're my new co-host forever. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a fan guy, but maybe we'll discuss something later next week. But yes, Ham, see you later. But with that, you can send me the not Team Ham hate. That's okay. Or if you like Team Ham, that's good to go. But we'll see you next time, everybody. <laughs>